News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. First, though, the breaking news overnight, big breaking news, the RTE crisis. I'm afraid, folks, it is set to continue for another while yet because RTE chair Shuni Rahalig has dramatically resigned overnight after the uh, Minister for Media, Catherine Martin, went on primetime and basically pretty explicitly refused to express confidence in her. In other words, saying she didn't have confidence in her. Shuni Rahalig uh, to be fair, took, a, I suppose, the honourable course. If the minister doesn't have confidence in you or refuses to say they've confidence, you don't have much this choice but to This is off the back, go. of course, of a, a coming to light that the, yeah. the board did know about the exit package that for Richard Collins, that this exit a sub, package... A subcommittee of the, the remuneration, board. The remuneration committee of the board did know. But Which there were, she sat on. But there was an understanding at one point that no one on the board knew that there was uh, uh, anything to do with the exit package of Richard Collins. So this is where this has all come from, yeah. Shane. And it is a further she, chapter in the... The minister in the, The minister says that she basically wasn't informed. She was misinformed on this in recent days on two different occasions. Shuni Rahalig's argument is that at the time uh, last year, she did inform the, the department. department. She also said that she neglected to recollect yeah. saying this to the minister. Which to me brought back memories of Brian Lennon Sr. in the 1990 presidential election saying on refu- mature recollection and reflection he remembered something. You know, we can we can drill into the minutiae of this as much as we like. This is just more unedifying. Oh, it's Go- disastrous, isn't it? Un- un- I, I don't even have the words. I don't even have the words to express the, the disappointment I think people feel in RTE at the moment that we are looking at yet another sort of Chapter yet another uh, shovelful of, of of muck being raked in RTE. The governance, the absence of governance, Shane. It kind of defies belief. At the, considering the scrutiny that is yeah. on RTE at the moment, considering the position that RTE is in at the moment, that that the chair of the board wouldn't be absolutely dotting the i's and crossing well, the t's every time they speak to the minister is extraordinary. This is what strikes me, Ben. Sorry to use another uh, analogy from political history, but you know they always said about it wasn't Watergate that brought down Nixon; it was the cover up, and. It does a touch of that, not so much, I'm not suggesting does cover-ups in RT, but it's the handling of the crisis that is actually now the big issue for RT. It's the death by a thousand it cuts. It is death by a thousand. This is an existential crisis for RT. It really is at this stage. And Shuni Rahalig is gone. But questions, I think now, that I think the focus will now form, go to the minister, uh, Catherine Martin. Uh, was the department informed about this last year? And if so, why wasn't she informed? Should she have known? I think she is going to come under serious scrutiny. She's been behind the curve, I think, in this uh, throughout the story. And this story, it's happening on our watch. This does not help. Uh, but look, let us know what you think. 087-1400-106. You can WhatsApp us uh, by text or by voice note. Uh, and for more on this, we're joined now by Shane Ross, journalist, author and former cabinet minister and Seamus Dooley, the uh, of the Irish Secretary of National Union, the Irish Secretary of the National Union of Journalists. Uh, good morning to you both. Can I come to you first, Shane? Um, Omni shambles is the, the word that springs to mind this morning when, when talking about RTE. Your reaction to the news overnight of Shuni Rahali's resignation? I mean, it's, it's quite shattering that we've got another incident of this sort. And, and you summed it up really well there and with, with, with serious questions that should be asked as a result of what we know about this. We know that Collins went on the 9th of July, and then there appears to have been a gap until a remuneration committee meeting three months later, August, September, October, which is an awful long time, which was chaired by 
uh, by Shirley Rowley. Now, why? She's chair of that committee. She, she meets the board regularly. Are, are we meant to believe that she went to the board with this knowledge, with the duty to report to the board uh, about issues of this sort, and kept it to herself? We then hear that, that, that she remembered that on the 10th of October, that's a day later, she did inform the department, which is exactly the right thing she, for, for her to do. Uh, uh, but so it does ask a big, a big question. If the department was informed about this, about the remuneration committee meeting on the 10th of October last year, did they not tell the minister? Did they actually keep this very vital piece of information away from the minister? And then it went on, then it went on to, 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 to what happened last night. I think the minister is going to come under pressure yeah. because it was an extraordinary way of actually executing, uh, the, the chair of one of your semi-state bodies to go on primetime television and say, look, I'm actually going to do this tomorrow, which was a kind of death sentence as well. Why hadn't she called her in and done it beforehand? It's, it's, it, the handling of this particular resignation is very, very strange. But it, it, does... it, it is, and we don't have all the answers to it quite yep. clearly, and I have no doubt there'll be more committee meetings now and more Arachthus appearances and all of that kind of stuff. Shane, if it does transpire that this came across Catherine Martin's desk, this issue of Richard Collins' remuneration, the exit package that he received, which clearly Shunamini Rahali did know about, which clearly the remuneration uh, committee of the RT board did know about. If there is a question that that, that also the Department of, of Media, Catherine Martin's department and herself knew about it, is her position now untenable too? Oh, certainly. Because, I mean, obviously her role in this whole issue affair has been rather stand off for a very, very long time. And she's been very reluctant to go public on, on things like this. And this may be part of that, that she kept she kept this fairly, that she, she may or may not have known. But if she did not know, she, she'd be asking some pretty, pretty, you know, rigid, tough questions in her department this morning about it. If she did know, uh, what, what, why, why is she now uh, claiming that she, did, that she didn't know anything about it? Because telling the, the remuneration committee is part of the board process. Is, I know they didn't is she to some often, extent d- damned if she does and damned if she doesn't? Because either she doesn't know what's going on in her department and her department is, isn't functional and, and feeding yeah. important information to her, or she does know and we were all mm. led to believe that no one knew about this. That's right. I think it's it's you know I think she needs to go back on the on the on the air and answer these questions and answer them very very quickly. Well, we will most has... certainly be inviting the minister onto the program. But but to be honest, very often when we invite people on to talk about, about this issue of Orty, radio silence is, is is what is achieved because people don't always want to to be to be discussing yeah. this on on the national airways quite clearly. Um, Shane, the next twist or turn in the tale, as you would read it, what what happens now? I think this. We now we we had a we had a board which was really wasn't functioning anyway to start with, but now we've got a board without a chair, and it was in effect the chair was kind of leading 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 the board <laughs> in the last few months without I think telling them as far as we can see everything. Uh, now we have a board which is completely and utterly rudderless, full of people who will be looked upon now I presume as kind of headless chickens at this stage, and we have a we have a <laughs> we haven't got a governance problem. We've got a. We've got we've we've got we're going to have virtually no governance at all, as far as I can see, unless they appoint a new chairman. And my guess is this would this is an opportunity for the government. This is the time that they could step in and say, "Look, we're going to clear out this lot, and we're going to appoint." One would almost wonder would they be glad to be relieved of their duties at at this point? I I can't imagine that that they aren't all feeling. I think they would be delighted to be relieved of their duties at this at this stage. But I think that's the right thing to do as well. Um, with regard, think, you know, with regard to Kevin Backhurst, he hasn't had a great week either, Shane. 
no, I don't think he's had a good week at all because of obviously because of the pensions issues and the fact that uh, the legal <laughs> that the legal advice which you he which he, we saw came back in the, the only way legal advice can come, which is to be the same as it was a few months ago. Uh, and he's had a bad week on, on legal advice. He's had a bad week on the pensions. He's had a bad, bad week on non-revelation. But I don't think his position is 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 threatened at this stage. He's about the only figure of stability uh, in RT in the in the hierarchy at the moment. It's it. This is a, Shane said. This is a, a, a question about the existence of RT as it particularly as it stands at the moment. And I I think it is an opportunity for a government which has been so kind of laid back and refusing to to do anything. When the board should have been dismissed, in my view, a long, long time ago, uh, it's an opportunity to move in and say, "Right, let's start the cleanup with seven or eight or nine or ten new members of an interim board who, whose 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 duty is literally to go in there and clean it up and then yeah. hand it over to a new board when when the time comes." I, I suspect we may see some moves in that direction over the next day or two. Uh, I'm joined now by Seamus Dooley as well, uh, Secretary of the National Union of Journalists. Good morning to you, Seamus. Seamus, your reaction to to the latest, I suppose, twist in this tale. Well, this this is just unfolding, and obviously I haven't talked to our members in RTE, but I I know them well enough to to know that uh, well enough to know that they will be devastated by this yet another twist in the saga. Uh, I looked with incredulity at the uh, interview with the minister last night, and I have to say that two of the people who have engaged most and have tried to engage with the trade unions and staff are actually the minister and Shuni Rahali. And what struck me was that the minister is talking to the wrong audience and that while there may have been political reasons for doing what she did last night, and that's not my job to comment on that, it would have been far better to use the time productively to call in Shuni Rattling and have the conversation face-to-face. You cannot have a situation where the minister goes on the national airwaves and addresses the chair in public. And that leads to instability. This is clearly why Shuni Rahali resigned, because there was going to be that made the resignation inevitable, in my view. Yeah, I know. And I think I think Shane Ross made the same point. So so you're saying that it was quite significant that rather than speaking to Shuni Rahali first, that the minister first took to the national airwaves and on that platform said, I will be speaking to her and refused to express confidence. You think that was a deliberate move? Like it appears to Seamus's line appears to have dropped. Shane, that that is a very good point. That, that there was a, um, an unusual move by um, by uh, uh, the minister Catherine I, Martin last I, night. She I, could have handled it. She could in have reverse. I, I, I'll just make this very quick point. The minister would have absolutely known that when she went on prime time, yeah. she would have been asked a question: Do you have confidence oh, in that's the a chair? Given. That is an absolute given. So she would have known that going on the show. Yeah, do we have Seamus back? We don't have Seamus back. We still have Shane Ross, however. Shane, um, just that point that we're making, a deliberate move, a strategic move by Catherine Martin? Absolutely. I think this was, I mean, no politician would go on with that information uh, without intending, because they would be asked this question automatically almost, uh, without intending to release it. It was an absolutely, it must have been an absolutely deliberate move, because she she would have had to tell the truth. Uh, And... Obviously, we, we, we lost Seamus Dooley there, but I yeah. have very little doubt that what he's saying is not correct, that the ordinary rank and file in RTE who go in and out and do their jobs every day, that the, the morale of those people, who many of whom are fine journalists, who do a good job, who, who, who you know, believe in public service broadcasting, they must be incredibly demoralised and disappointed by, by what they're hearing about their own organisation. I, I think it's just dreadful for them. And, and, and uh, let me say... This 
I've listened to you and I listened to RTE and I listened to I listened to I I think it's fair to on this program and I think I think you your mind is either to pay tribute to the way they've handled this mm. particular crisis. They are very very uh, willing to go forward and basically say this organisation has got really big problems and we are not going to we're not going to be frightened of tackling them. And the people who've come out as the real heroes. In, in this particular in this particular crisis in RTE is nobody on you know it's, it's there are two RTEs there there's the kind of there's the kind of board side and and uh, and those who don't appear on the end those who don't do programs are the people who do the programs and present the programs and have done it throughout this time uh, in very difficult situations where they're being undermined by their bosses uh, and they've done it really well uh, you know and yeah the, uh, the coverage has been selfless because in some ways they're damaging themselves for the for a cause in which they believe absolutely and we will be bringing you more analysis on the latest from RTE um, the latest on RTE uh, a little bit later on um, throughout the day here on News Talk and thank you very much there to Shane Ross journalist, author and former cabinet minister and Seamus Dooley Secretary of the National Union of Journalists News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.